inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thank you for joining. If you are a specialist on your field, you might be challenged from time to time to speak to a wider audience. And it's true that nowadays specialists must learn to persuade and speak to wider audience. For that, we have a special guest. Our special guest has been working in technical sales role within multiple organizations in IT industry for over last years. He has founded Sales Engineering Finland, the world's first and largest meetup group focusing on technical sales and marketing. In the book, Sales Fundamentals for Technical Specialists, he has been able to summarize sales fundamentals in an easily consumable way for technical specialists. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Janne Korhonen. Hi, thank you for taking me as a guest in this podcast. It's a pleasure. How are you doing, Janne? I'm doing fine. It's a Monday morning and I'm ready for the week. Okay, excellent. <laughs> With all the energies. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And you are you just have launched the English version of your book that uh, I just mentioned. So tell us a bit about that. How is how is how are how are your feelings at this moment and tell us a bit about your book what is all about? Yeah, the book uh, Sales Fundamentals for Technical Specialists. It's um As you might not uh, saying that nobody is as bad in selling as Finnish engineers, so oh. <laughs> I d- I decided that this is good topic, and uh, the book tells about that how selling has changed. There's there's been a paradigm shift, and and, and specialists and technical specialists even can add a lot of value in the sales process. So it tells about that change, and then teaches how technical specialists can utilize the paradigm shift and val- take a benefit out of, out of the change and, and learn to sell. Mm-hmm. And what was your, let's say, your inspiration, or uh, you felt uh, have the mission to write this book? Was was the sparkle that? So there, there, there's different aspects. I, I think in, in in general, when I I started the meetup, there was the Finnish economy, which is very like an engineering industrial centric, was was in bad shape. So I thought that we need to do something. And then I found out that actually sales selling is changed with the, with the, all the internet and digital uh, getting getting into the sales process. So that is actually there's a good good situation now now with the specialists to take more role role in in selling. And how you would define a specialist? So specialist, I I see specialist is someone with a subject matter expertise. And, uh, and as I told about how, how the selling has changed now, now with the internet customer has, has the power. So as it used to be that sales, sales guys, guys had more information and knew the products and offerings better than the customers. But nowadays customers are doing research on the internet and social media and so on. So they, they have the power actually. And, and uh, as there was an example in Finnish newspaper about this used guy. Uh, used car sales uh, mm-hmm. guy and who who announced that whole internet should be exploded because now customers can go to internet and and check the pricing of the used cars and there's a they need to comp- compete the sellers between each other and 
and, and he, he said that there's a, and it used to be that the sales guy was the king, but now, hmm. nowadays it, it's the opposite. So the power has shifted to, to customer in that they are much more knowledgeable about different options, options that are available. So, so they, they do a lot of sales process by their own on the internet. And then when they contact the salesperson, they, they want that the salesperson knows, knows his, uh, his field and competition and has insights and can help, help in that. And, and it's, um, at the same time as, as customer has the power, there's a lot of opinions on the internet and different product offerings. And, and so customers are still confused and they would like to have somebody to support them and be kind of consultant on, on how, how to think about the issue and so on. So they, they need more expertise, more specialist subject matter expertise in the, in the sales or buying process. So, so that's why specialists are, have, have good, lucrative options and are in much need in, in the sales process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, you mentioned this, uh, this uh, example of, uh, of a, um, a salesman for cars, no? but that's in, it doesn't sound like a, that's the job of a, like a salesperson, typically a, like a salesperson, not a, not a specialist that is, is doing sales, but because in, in my, in my view, as you mentioned, um, Uh, subject matter experts, as you define the specialists, sound like at least traditionally they had to, of course, be working very focused on something, and very occasionally have to write something or speak in public or present outside. And so this paradigm shift you mentioned is that now specialists have to have to work in uh, in the sales process more, right? Uh, that's yeah. So there's like a, there's there's a demand for specialists in sales. So mm. there's kind of pull and good opportunities in, in sales for, for specialists, especially in the complex selling something complex mm -hmm. like technology, sure. more, more valuable things. But then there's also push, push side of, of that as a lot of uh, work is being uh, automated or outsourced and it's uh, automation is now hitting more into like a white collar work as well, not just a traditional blue, blue collar work. So, uh, And, and if, even if, uh, if your job cannot be automated, it many times can be outsourced and digitally transferred from low cost countries, mm -hmm. countries to here. And a lot of like, uh, uh, jobs like, uh, lawyer's job and, uh, doctor's job, a lot of that can be automated. So it is, it's hitting heavily in coming years for the white collars that have, have used to have a safe, safe job. So what is actually left in the Western world for this? traditional specialist jobs is that especially those uh, 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 tasks that are done in close collaboration with customers and the, where the value is or, and solutions are found together with, with, the, with the customers. Like a restaurant waitress, you cannot automate that customer mm. experience that good waitress provides. She or he can help you in, in choosing nice menu and wines and, and, and stuff. And the, then the solution is, is found in the, together with the customer. And it's mm. the same with the, like a software development. There's a agile software development that you, you solve customer business issues together with customer in close collaboration. Mm -hmm. That is something that it's not possible automate or, or outsource to like a dist distant country. Mm -hmm. So there's also this kind of push, push element that you need to, need to learn. 
social skills and sales skills and influencing skills. Mm -hmm. So the, these are some of the reasons why uh, why every specialist must learn to sell. Or what what else you you would say? Yeah, that's the, the there was this um, Finnish <laughs> researcher that I, I really like is the Esko Kilpi. Mm -hmm. He he had this quote that said that it used to be that all work was about uh, creating products, but in the, in the future all the work is about creating customer relationships. So, oh. so it's part of the all. There will be more like a freelance jobs and and stuff that where you need to find the ways to create value and create the relationship. So I think that that generally all all work will change so that it's more like a services and and more it will include a lot of sales sales in every every job mm -hmm. of course sounds like a uh, like a challenge but also an opportunity as you say no Because yeah so if you start now you are in the early phase and now there's a lot mm -hmm. of demand for that so you you could uh, get ahead in the competition okay excellent what will be your best piece of advice for all a formula for turning this subject matter expert this specialist into a sales yeah uh, as um, a star salesperson so i think it's not either or so it's not changing a specialist to mm -hmm. salesperson but uh, enabling specialist to to sell and i think it's actually it's a lot to do with the context that you operate in it's not such an individual effort And it, it goes quite far back, back if, if we start from how, how, how organizations or people operate. So we would actually need to, need to go to kind of, I think the bottleneck is that identity of the specialist that if the, if the person sees that it's part of his job and his personality that he, he will be selling. And, and to change that, that's a, that goes like a really, really deep into human biology basically <laughs> so i think it's a lot to do with the feeling of shame to start with so as, as we as a humans we have this there's a very powerful guiding emotion the emotion of shame so in 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 very prehistory when we lived in tribes we had a strong uh, need to be accepted by the tribe mm -hmm. otherwise if we If we were left out, we easily died. Died. Yeah. So it was so, so the biology and and, and has has kept that the, the genes have not been following to today. If if you have not been like a, have had this need to be accepted, and and that same is related to that. And how nowadays in the in the work work environment that what 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 is the power that each different roles get? Why why they? can operate in the organization. So there are basically three kinds of uh, sources of power in the organization. So sales guys, usually they get their power from customer as, as they, they present the customer needs mm -hmm. to the organization. And if if the organization is not not filling the needs in long long run, it's not going to exist anymore. So, so salespersons use that as a power source in, in the organization. Of course, then management represents owners and owners will make the final decision so management gets their their power from from the owners and and where does the specialist get their their power is that they are are, are the final guys that actually can do the work and mm -hmm. especially the specialist field that's a real power that you might be the only one that can can do that or at least 
the specialist can decide on how how the work is done. So if mm. they don't like that, what is decided and what customer asks for, they they can just follow the intra- instructions, kind of like a Italian strike that let's do everything that is told, but not nothing more. So then it nothing mm. is going to work anymore. So they have power from that. And now if we want want them specialists to start selling, we would need to give them power from the customer as as well. And the, the, I think that's related to the identity and, and the feeling of same as well, that you you need to have the power and identity are, are paired together. So in organization, we would need to change so that specialists get part of the power from, from customers as well. And they, they see themselves as a, as a representatives of customers. But it's not like a sales guys usually keep very close tight on that power mm-hmm. that they have from sure. from customers so so that it actually top management's job to give and enable that that the specialists that want to do it can get get part of the power from the from the customers as well so if that's bottleneck that this needs to be top management acceptance on this kind of change if that that is enabled and then then the specialist get some good good uh, coaching uh, then then it, it's everything is possible but without that that kind of support from from the management i think it's going to be very very challenging as in in like existing organizations there are of course different yeah different <laughs> kinds of organizations so that's a very first step no that management uh, enables more uh, more more power from the customers to the specialists yeah and then of course then then it's a lot lot about uh action practice mm-hmm. you cannot cannot uh, learn unfortunately by reading even even my book mm-hmm. but you can get some ideas sure uh, ideas what you could do and then you need to just to start using them and get get kind of relationship on how how it works and how and get 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 kind of feeling on feeling on that and then then you can learn more and try new things but it's, it's really important to get get down to business using using those ideas that you you get mm-hmm. and I, i think it's uh, uh specialists are usually better in sell- selling than they think they don't just think themselves as a sales sales guys mm. true true that, that's true Uh, it's change of mindset, right? It's, yeah. As you say, so get, get part of the identity. Mm. Do you think that uh, you are actually an attitude towards sell, selling as well? Many of us has uh, like a wrong uh, understanding of what sales sales is actually. So like a, many see that selling is something that you're pushing something mm. very against customers' will. But it's really, especially nowadays, as customers have the power, it's helping customers. And, And supporting the customers that selling is all about. Mm-hmm. Yes, I read on your book some there's uh, like a, a sub chapter that it said that uh, salesperson are annoying or something like that. <laughs> that's how traditionally uh, mostly people think. Right? Yeah, and if you, there's a lot of research about customers that how how they they see see the salesperson. So there's a like being too pushy or having. Uh, not enough information mm-hmm. not knowing his his substance are in top top on like a, a annoying things about the salesperson how customers see see salesperson mm-hmm. yeah something also interesting that caught my attention when i read your your book is that you 
you mentioned also the like social selling or being online active online for as a as a part of this toolkit for for specialists um, um yeah that's I think it's actually in the book, <laughs> I think it's too, too strong to say that being active in the social media, I think it's a lot, lot to do with um, that there's so, so much uh, competition in the market, especially, of course, Finland usually is not that competitive, but if you go to some more competitive countries, there's a lot of competition to get customers' attention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and as customers are doing a lot of the early phases of the sales process by themselves, It's important for salespeople to be involved in that as if you give all the, all the like a, uh, power to customer finding, finding your, out the needs, then you are a bit late. The customer will start to make a competition of that kind of putting out RFPs and so on. So you are in the best position when you are helping customer to find out the needs that they, they have. And, As, as it's not that easy to get involved as customers is doing so a lot themselves. Social selling is one way to do that. And it's not, not just being online, but creating the networks and social mm-hmm. relationships and maybe even image being like a subject matter expert in, in, in your mm-hmm. industry. So then you get into those discussions earlier and, and you hear about the customers start to ask about things from you or they, they know you from the networks and, And you get earlier in, in the, in the sales process. And I think that's the, that's value. And it's not just like a social selling is all many times seen as a, uh, using social media. That's only part of that. There has always been social selling in, in, in like a building networks and, and so, but it's, mm-hmm. I think it's the importance is now bigger with the internet chasing that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people are already, as you say, searching a lot on internet yeah. before contacting. Any company, yeah, and uh, there's the, the, the so so much all the time, more and more different views and opinions. And if you start to search around what you should do, you get confused. So they want to maybe discuss and see some some thought leaders' opinions on mm-hmm. what they should do. And as, at at its best, you don't necessarily have to be like a known subject matter expert to be kind of doing social selling, but. At its best, that's, then you, you, you get a lot of contacts asking for support in uh, your views mm. on different things. Okay, good. Could you, from, from your book or from other uh, sources you know, some real life examples of this? This is some story of a specialist that it become good at, at selling or of promoting, persuading their products. So yeah, I, I think it's, if you go in any organization and ask up some salesperson persons or organization, you typically you find out some specialists are, are in very high demand by sales organization, mm-hmm. and, and and everybody knows that actually they are super valuable in, in the sales and, and convincing customers. But it's a bit unconscious thing, and it's, it, they maybe don't realize how how much the sales has changed. That could be done more consciously as well, but I think there are success stories of really good sales specialists in, in, in all the organizations. And if you go, go to organizations, uh, we had in the meetup, we had uh, Petri Aukia, the CEO of uh, Corento, the Finnish uh, software development and consulting company, mm-hmm. telling about how they have changed their sales process so that all the specialists are part of that. And, uh, 
first of all, they have opened their strategy so openly to everybody, so everybody knows what kind of mm-hmm. cases they are looking for. And they have, they have given power to the specialists on, on the on the sales process so that if a specialist that is maybe sitting at the customer side doing some consulting finds out new lead, he can, if he wants, he has right to take that lead from the lead to closing a total process. He can own it and okay. own the whole whole process. But if, if he or she doesn't want to take mm-hmm. whole process, there's different kind of levels of support that that the specialist can can have like if it's usual that specialist wants to have some support in the contracts, contract negotiations part, maybe not not doing that themselves. They they can ask for salesperson to do that part, or they, then they can give whole lead as a lead to salesperson and salesperson will drive that forward. But in all mm-hmm. of the cases, specialists are compensated the same way as, uh-huh. as sales salesperson. So so as it might be sometimes that specialist sees that he has said this uh, relationship with customer and he doesn't want to give give that lead to sales as sales might, might see that sales will come and push something that is not not, not, the, best. In, not the best solution mm-hmm. and and then then the relationship with the customer that he loses the trust mm-hmm. so there needs to be the power that the that the specialist can then then decide on how, how that is brought forward then it opens more more opportunities and, and if you look like a famous at least in Finland like Mikko Hyppönen that mm. was visiting your podcast as well is, is famous of bringing in must be like a best salesperson in F-Secure and, and such but yeah that's I think if if any of the listener thinks in their organization you you will find some really good good specialists there they're already selling yeah for the company that's that's great <laughs> as in this uh, as in this podcast we talk a lot about uh, presenting and speaking from that point of view for a specialist what uh, what is what specialist should learn about that presenting and speaking <coughs> I think there are a lot lot to learn uh, and it's a that's kind of a lot of education that especially at least in my background in the technical side it, it's it's missing a lot about especially sales training but in communications training in general and i think one a lot of things but one of the top <coughs> top things that especially mm-hmm. technical technical specialists they they are really strong in logic and argumentation mm-hmm. but that's also the weakest part of the in, in the sales as as many times the specialists think that selling is about like uh, inspiring your own idea to customer and it, it's uh, it's the wrong wrong way around. So if you argument from your world or mm. or some like a generic worldview that what should be done, that, that then it doesn't touch customer. So you in the sales you first would need to find out the customer, customer and get into the customer's world and customers kind of build your argument from the premise that customer already believes. So it's a lot to do kind of. Selling is not not just speaking, but is also, also listening and finding out that what is the pain, pain of the customer, and then <coughs> then argumenting from that that forward. So, so there's a, this quote that goes like, uh, "Don't don't sell the product, sell the problem that the product solves." I think it it captures it pretty, pretty well. That's easily the specialist are in, in so deep in their 
they're expensive that they don't start uh, they are not that customer focused that is the i think the fun one thing that you need to i think it's the same with the presenting or speaking as well that you need to prepare understand understand the customer and speak customer language language as well and more deep you are into your substance then then you forget that oh yeah <laughs> and of course then then any like a classical rhetoric if this this was about the logic then this uh, the it's we the emphasis on on logic is easily overestimated mm. by by specialists so it's a lot to do with the trust and relationship with the customers so many many buy or people buy from people that they can trust so you need to build the relationship and <clears throat> i think that's usually by by nature that's that is good with the specialists that they are seen as the trustworthy by customers but you can work on that as well and then one thing as well on the maybe going to the emotional part so <clears throat> is that the uh, specialist easily speak with the uh, like abstract terms and concepts and, and and like to play play in the high but that's quite important to get the emotions in and and, and go concrete what it actually concretely means and tell stories so mm-hmm. that the concepts that like high level ideas and concepts get get concrete and there's emotional connection connection in, in your in your story or mm-hmm. so that's that's important part as well so basically all, all of the classical ethos pathos logos yeah, i think exactly. everything is from <laughs> typically but if you give a bit of attention you you get a lot better mm-hmm. true true i i agree with one of the last thing you said about the uh, people talking in abstract is one of the <laughs> uh, the worst thing that happened. In, in, in switching to con- speaking in concrete terms is one of the best things. And you, by doing that, you are going to use a simple language and telling your story. You no, know, the personal story that are much more powerful than anything else. <laughs> Janne, could you now tell us what is your favorite quote? Yeah. So. Uh, I like quotes, but uh, I was thinking that what would be the favorite one. <laughs> I'm not sure if I have uh, I have favorite one, but one one I I have liked lately is that is com- coming from Jani Aaltonen, the uh, CEO of the Finnish inbound marketing agency. Is that he said that uh, analyze results of your actions, not the actions that you have not yet done. <laughs> so it's I think it's it's good in in many many ways so it's about about the, that's a problem for many specialists at least for me that there's a kind of over analyzing before doing something and and especially sales you cannot learn by like thinking how that should go it's not mm. not like a science uh, natural science in that term you need to go go and practice mm. that so action is everything action is like undervalued in 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 current current world mm-hmm. and also this are related to how organizations should operate in very complex environments like a lot of companies are entering digitalization exactly. thinking how they should approach that and that's that's so complex uh, changing area that you cannot analyze it everything has already changed while you are already with your analysis so you, <laughs> you just need to start experimenting things and learn learn while you are doing so i think it's quite important yeah, the power of action. <laughs> Janne, could you now recommend us one book that has been particularly inspiring or influential for you? 
So the last book I read was called The Anatomy of Peace. And it's actually done by, not by individual, but the Uppinger Institute. And it's, uh, <coughs> what I've been lately interested in, how, how you, or why, why we generally don't uh, behave the way that we think we should behave. As it's not, usually we, a lot of uh, things we want to do, it's not about that we don't know, know how, what we should do, but it's just we, we cannot do what, what we think that we should do. Like, like in, in, in selling, if that would be that is that you read my book and mm. then you know how to sell, but how, how to turn that into action. Yes. And <clears throat> the, the, this book is not about that, but actually I, lately I've been thinking about how it affects us as we don't, when, when we don't do what we think that we should, should do. There's a, this conflict. So what is that called? There's a some psychological term for that as well, but, and the book is a lot about that, how, how this conflict creates, what, what kind of results it creates. And it is actually a novel and it, it starts from uh, the group of people bringing their child to track, uh, program that is a kind of couple of weeks or months program to get them out, out of drugs. And then, but it's just a cover story. And it, it, it actually tells about that. What can, can it lead? And when we don't, don't behave as we based on our values and it, it, it leads to there's a part of the story covers kind of uh, conflict between Israel and Palestine that affects us everybody every day. Mm. So, And it, it starts from that, that there's like a one, one guy that doesn't behave like he, based on his values. And it easily escalates that then we start to see others as objects instead of human beings. And we start to find uh, arguments that why it was actually good, good thing. We start to change our worldview and thinking instead of our behavior. It's much easier to change our, our thinking. And, and then we start to easily to find out, uh, people with the same, same opinion that we, we think and that we, we thought that it's actually okay to do this thing. And we find similar people and it can lead to big conflicts and a lot of, uh, stress. So that was really emotional and interesting book, book and related to the subject of not, not behaving based on our values. That's. I really recommend it. Again, what's the title? Uh, it was uh, The Anatomy of Peace. The Anatomy of Peace. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Could you finally share with us something practical that you recommend doing daily or weekly? A routine to shine. I actually too. I thought <laughs> to shine. I Lately, I have taken that. I think it's a... How, what we think and how we behave a lot to do with our emotional state or mm-hmm. state of our body, basically the body mind connection. And one thing I, I learned to do is that taking at the morning, I take cold shower oh. and it's, it's like, really <laughs> makes you up and makes you all, all of the cells of your body really shine. <laughs> and I, it's a good start for the day. It gets a bit to get used to that, but you feel good after that when you wake up very nice. But related to like more like a speaking, speaking or presenting, I got one good tip in uh, when I interviewed John John Bates in 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 my book. Mm-hmm. He recommended uh, especially that for specialists that might be like not 
showing the emotion and and, mm. and body language and and such as easily as maybe some others. So good practice for that is to read child books aloud and really really put your emotion in and and show the body language. And it's it's much easier with child books than with your own topics. So it's good practice that you you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. I saw a short video of, of John Bates talking about this and. Uh, and uh, this uh, child child stories and it's, it's it's funny but it's it's really true i mean it will force you to to express the emotions in a in, in a free way because it's you have to be consistent with the uh with the, with the topic of the student book so you will go into do yeah. it easily uh, you, you don't feel that stupid as well yeah i don't, <laughs> you don't feel stupid doing but that will make you exercise so doing your exercise will be much easier to to do it to be expressive no in any any topic <laughs> yep. Yeah, thank you very much, Yane, for all these interviews and uh, uh, telling us about the, this world of the specialists, how it, in which direction is shifting and all this. Could you finally tell us how we can uh, learn more about you, follow you? What are the best ways? So you can find me from uh, my website, that is jannekorhonen.com. That might be a bit hard hard to write down, so maybe you can start from Twitter. So there I'm uh, J-A-N-N-E. K O O O three O's mm-hmm. at the same with the LinkedIn, uh, same sort of thing. So Janne K C A N N E K O O O O three O's. Mm-hmm. And where do we find your book? Book is available at Amazon as a paperback and Kindle edition. So go to Amazon and find, search for Sales Fundamentals for Technical Specialists and get down and write write a nice review, please. <laughs> okay, absolutely. <laughs> Oh yeah, and it's I certainly recommend to to read this book if you are especially so working already on technical sales. And so, but thank you very much, Yane, for this. Uh, keep this great job you are doing, and all the best. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Did you like it? Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or visit us at timetoshinepodcast.com. dot Until next time...